Welcome in everybody to the Coach's Corner here with Coach Aaron Vogelai. After a uh, tough weekend and an even tougher one ahead, let's start off here, Coach. How are you feeling today? I'm doing all right. You know, it's a Thursday night in nice, cool Pennsylvania, so um, I'm just kind of looking forward to seeing some friends of mine this weekend and starting up a, a new rivalry with William Patterson and seeing what the future holds for us. Well, let's uh, talk back on this past weekend. You guys only had one game on the docket, and um, you know it was kind of an interesting standalone game. It was against Liberty University Flames, a team that you guys had a four and one record on in the last three seasons, and you guys uh, dropped your second of six decisions to them this past weekend. And it was not a game we were used to seeing. You guys went down, and you guys went down hard and early in this one, and it was tough to recover. You guys made a valiant effort there at the end, but talk about what happened to this game. Well, I think some of it was uh, tightness and, um, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit of it was, was looking ahead. We knew Liberty was, you know, much much improved from last year. I mean, the addition to the of the other Dockstetter, Devin Dockstetter and Barstead to the second line and some of the new defensemen, um, you know, I mean, they're, 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 they're a better team than what they have been. So um, I think we kind of came out tight for a, kind of a, just a feeling out process of what, what kind of game we were going to be into. I don't think we brought our best in the first period, but, uh, you know, you got, you got to tip your hat to Liberty. They came out, you know, guns aflame and they, 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 they were flying from the get go and, you know, they capitalized on mistakes. You know, they, in the first three and a half minutes, we had a bad pinch at the blue line from a converted forward back in back, back on our blue line because of all the injuries. And, you know, they, they took advantage on a great two on one play and it was one, nothing Liberty. Um, Second goal was a was a three on two, um, and you know we, we we let a guy just kind of skate around us, and he beat Drago to the far post, and it was two nothing before, you know we were five minutes in, and then we did the one thing that we couldn't do up against that team, and we certainly can't do this weekend is, you know we took a penalty, and you know the puck hits two shin pads and goes in the net, we're down three nothing ten minutes into the game, and it's a really it's a really quick way to dig yourself a hole, and with when you're playing a team of that kind of caliber and that kind of talent, you know it's it's very difficult to dig your way out of. So it's just it was unfortunate. I thought as the game went on, we started to kind of loosen up a little bit, but you know, games once you're once you're down three nothing, four nothing, five nothing, teams are going to loosen up. They're not going to play as hard. You're going to and it just becomes just a you know hockey game, and you you can finally relax a little bit, and then you start playing and we got some bounces to go our way, but you know it's it, it's unfortunate that we couldn't have played the way we played in the third period in the first period. So um, you know it's unfortunate that we lost that game. And I think you know, just in talking to Chris Lowe's, their head coach, he's a very good coach. He uh, he said, you know, we you know, we we know that we didn't see your best, and you know it, you know it's true, but it's not his it's not his it's not his doing that he, that we he didn't see our best. We got to bring our best to every game and. And we got to do a better job. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad it's behind us. I think it was a learning process for some of our guys. You know, it, you know, the, the message this week was just kind of get back to having fun and, and playing the game because you love to play it. And, you know, and, and hopefully it'll translate, you know, moving forward. Yeah, on their northern tour, uh, seeing Maryland, uh, you guys in Delaware, they uh, rocked their third-string goaltender, who ended up getting three straight wins out of the weekend. A uh, little mystery behind him. Uh, you know, how did that play into uh, the mental aspect of this game? Were you expecting to see Divine or Byron in the uh, in the in the game up against Liberty? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised on uh, on Divine. 
No, I know that uh, you know Chris has his way of going through his goaltenders. I think Byron has uh, you know tweaked tweaked a thing or two. Um, so I don't think he was at 100% because he didn't play at all all the weekend. Um, Divine, I think, in Chris's mind, has been inconsistent. So um, I know I, I think actually Divine played up against Delaware and, and and got the shutout on on Sunday. But oh, he did. Uh, okay. Yeah, but Gortman. Gortman's a he's a veteran. You know he's been around for a little while. Uh, I think he played on their D three team last year, but he was on their D three team the year before, and might have even seen a game or two at, at D one along along the way. But you know he he may not be the best goaltender in the world, but he's he got the job done up against us. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> you know it's something you can't really have anything bad to say about him. He played well. Um, I'm sure he was on a couple of them back that went in the back of the net, but you know there's that. You can say that about about any goaltender. I know Drag feels the same way about the couple that or the five that he let in too. So, um, you know, you you, you you stick with what's hot, and you know he did, and you know, he got three he got three wins. It was a it was a big weekend for Liberty, and you know I think they're probably one of the better teams that we've seen this year uh, up to this point. I think they're the you know them Virginia Tech are the are the best right now in the in the in the Mid Atlantic South. So it's going to be a heck of a battle throughout. Um, you know, to see who who finishes number one. I think we we can be officially taken out of that, but uh, which is unfortunate as it being only November. But it's going to be tough to come back from that. We're going to have to go down there and sweep the rest of the way. So, but you never know; things can happen. I mean, it's sitting in front of us, so we we just got to get the job done. Yeah, I guess I jumped the gun a little bit there. I thought they'd be one of the teams that would rock a hot goaltender all the way through, and uh, but I guess uh, Divine had to get some time in there. Uh, you know, great depth in goaltending, I guess, uh, as you could say, for Liberty, and that's going to be their strong point along with those Dockstetters. Man, every time those guys touch the puck out there, you knew something was going to happen. So yeah, uh, they're uh, yeah, yeah they're they're something else. They, you, know, you you can tell that they've been playing together their whole lives, and um, you know they're 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 definitely going to be someone to to deal with later on down the road you definitely don't want to see liberty on your on your schedule come regional time or anything like that because that line i mean they were i hate to say it, they were missing that the the center that usually plays in between them mm-hmm. um you know paul ingles is you know that they, they got down from the d1 team that's been a very good hockey player for them so uh they, 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 that line's only going to get better once he comes back from from an injury so he it's uh it's going to be a very tall Tall task ahead of anybody that has to play them, and they're they're a very good hockey team. Yeah, I don't want to inflate the ego too much there on uh, Liberty. I was very impressed with what I saw out of them. They're definitely uh, a force to reckon with, and uh, they will be for uh, years to come, especially with uh, Devin coming into the fold with them. But uh, let's talk about that last blast that you guys put together in the last eight minutes. I mean, what was that? I mean, was it what what sparked it? Is what I'm trying to figure out, and and will it carry on into this coming weekend with the home and home series against William Patterson? You know, one one could hope. I mean, in, in between, I mean, you 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 were there with us in, in between the first and the second one. I kind of lost my nerve a little bit. Oh yeah. Hopefully, kind of you know you know struck a fire a little bit. I mean, I think our best period of hockey was actually our was actually in the second period. Um, of of actually you know running the systems and running and running you know you playing UMBC hockey so to speak but uh, you know every time we started to get momentum up we took a penalty so uh, you know, we were our, we were our biggest enemy at that same point in time so um, in the third period you know the game very well in hand we we're down four nothing um, you know I, I didn't really have a lot of belief that we were going to come back and 
and, and tie that game up. Um, so we kind of just went back to basics, you know, and at that point you got to play for pride. Um, but at the most time you tell the guys we're not having fun and, and I understand, you know, losing and you know, being down four nothing's not fun, but you know, you, you've got to be able to enjoy the game that you're playing, you know, maybe not the score, but you still got to be able to enjoy the game because it's the game that we all love to play and it's love that we love to be a part of. So, um, you know, we, we, we just said, you know what, let's just put a smile on our face. Let's go out there and work our rear ends off and let's go out and start to remember what it is about this, about this game that, that we love to play. So a lot of it came from there and I think the momentum started to build and I, I would have to say it probably wasn't our most skillful, um, system wise period, but you know, at the same point in time, there's gotta be something to say when a guy's coming back after 35, 45 seconds of working his rear end off, he's got a smile on his face because he forechecked hard. He hit, he hit somebody, got a shot on net, um, you know, took away a scoring opportunity, things like that. And he was just, he was having fun with it. So, um, it's been a while since we saw Bloom smile. Uh, been a while since we saw Tracy smile. So, um, you know, it, it was in that aspect, it was fun to see. And then all of a sudden, you know, good things start to happen. You get a power play, then all of a sudden you get a five on three and, you know, people learn you don't want to give us a five on three because it would take 20 seconds to score a goal. Oh yeah. So, and that, and then that was on our second look. So, um, you know, and then after that you score a goal and you know, you've been around UMBC long enough that if, you know, once we score a goal, a switch is flipped and mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're going to start moving our feet even a little bit more and we're going to feel that hunger. It's like blood in the water for a shark. So, you know, we got one, all of a sudden we got two and we got two, all of a sudden we got three and then we ran out of time, but you know, it's, it, it's one of those things. I mean, the message on Monday was, you know, to have fun. I mean, I think it was our, probably our most fun practice. You know, we might have not have worked a ton of things that are really going to help us to beat up on Patterson or help us compete and things like that. But at the same point in time, you know what, we got, we got back to what, what, you know, what, what makes us love this game. So, you know, we had a three on three tournament. We had a, you know, a scoring opportunity. We just went out of the norm. We needed to change things up. We needed to change, change the atmosphere a little bit. So, um, you know, we're, we're hoping that works. And then Wednesday, we had a really good practice to move forward. Um, nice high tempo structured, um, you know, to get us ready for the weekend. Cause what we face this weekend is going to be pretty tough. Now let's do the logic on this one, right? So earlier this month, you lost to number nine of the Northeast Montclair state, and then you've lost, uh, you know, a close game towards the end there, obviously after, you know, the, the switch was flipped against Liberty number three in the Southeast. And of course, uh, fallen to Virginia Tech last month here. You're going up against what you've said last week is arguably one of the best teams in D2 right now in the country, if not the best team in D2. Uh, 11 first place votes there in the Northeast and just dominating the competition. Uh, that was evident in the last weekend's scores 6 2, 5 2 decisions. And I wonder what, what, is it, what is it that you have to do? to ensure at least one victory here. You start out at William Patterson and then finish out the weekend at home. Uh, what is it, Coach? You know, um, you, know you, 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 you put those numbers on, we lose the we lose the number nine in the Northeast Montclair, and then, of course, Patterson beat Montclair 7-3. Um, and we lose the number three. Uh, what I will remind you is that Patterson lost to number eight in the Southeast, okay. uh, Ryder, and we beat Ryder. So, Anything can happen on any given day. We may not match up on paper, 
mm-hmm. uh, up against William Patterson. Um, but it's also a team that I know extremely well. So, um, you know, what we have to do is we got to weather the storm in the first 10 minutes in the first period. We've got to stay out of the box um, because their power play, as much as I, you know, I think our power play is good, uh, theirs is great. It always has been, probably always will be. Um, they've got an incredible amount of talent. And they've got two guys on their team that have scored just as many power play goals as our entire team. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking but, at the numbers. Are you kidding me? 22 power play goals? I thought this was a, a typo or something. No, yeah, Just between these two players. Right. You know, I mean, Rich, Richie's a heck of a hockey player, and I know him very well. And, um, you know, I was coaching one of the team, the team over in Europe that he was on, and he's a heck of a pickup for them. I mean, they were, they, they were dangerous last year when they had – uh, Glasgow Hunter and Mara. Now you add Richie to it, and it's a whole different atmosphere. Oh, so they're they're going to be tough. I mean, as top loaded as they are, uh, they've got depth. Um, they've got more depth now than they probably ever have in the past. They've got two freshman goaltenders that you know are are, are sparking like a 94 and a 95 percent save percentage. Oh, so they're getting the they're getting the job done. You know, this team averages right around 40 45 shots a game and. With that kind of talent that's shooting the puck, it's going to be tough. So, um, you know, we, we, we've got to do certain things. We've got to limit their power play opportunities to hopefully zero. Um, you know, and if they get one or two, it is it is what it is. I'm sure they will, but we need to be we need to be perfect on the penalty kill. And when we get opportunities, like I'm sure we will, um, you know, we, 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 we've got to capitalize on them. You know, we, we've got to own the five-on-five. Five. We've got to make sure that we get pucks deep. We've got to make sure our turnovers at blue lines are limited. And we got to go out there and play hockey. I mean, that's more than anything. I don't I don't want to, you know, bark up and down the bench about, you know, making sure that assignments aren't missed or, or that are missed or whatnot. I mean, it is because it's going to be a part of it. You're playing talent like this, but same point in time, you just got to go out and play. And hopefully that we bring our best and hopefully they bring their best and, Hopefully on Saturday our best is better than their best. So, um, you know, a lot of you know a lot of luck is going to come into play. So, but you know, I love I love my guys. I, I I love the atmosphere that we have. I you know I no matter how mad I am during the week or you know about a loss or whatnot, I walk in the locker room and a smile goes back on my face because you know it, it's it's UMBC. It's it's the boys. It's 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 an atmosphere. It's a family that's you know it hasn't been around you know, for a while now, for a couple of years. So it's it's nice to see it again. They truly care about each other. They they, they want to get the job done. They want to win. Now it's just time to do it. You know, all the talking time is over, and it's time to go out and see how you do up against the orange and the black. Now, the uh, the one question I have for you, and I don't know how focused you're in on this aspect of it, but uh, they have two freshman goaltenders in Houlihan and uh, Shepler. And uh, I believe we saw Braun the last time that uh, the Pioneers were in uh, UMBC territory. Uh, what, what does this do for your focus? I mean, have you have you watched any tape on these two guys to get a feel for what they're all about? I know absolutely nothing about them. Oh man, that, if that answers <laughs> your question. But you know what? I uh, you know I scored a lot of goals in my day, and you know I, I am a strong belief that if you put traffic in front of people and you put you get sticks and tips and screens and mm-hmm. rebounds are always going to be there. And you, if you get yourself a look, you better hit your hole and pucks are going to go in the net. You know, you, you got to shoot a certain amount of times and you got to play the odds and you got to play the numbers game. But at the end of the day, when you get your opportunities, you got to bury the biscuit. I don't care how good he is. You know, we, we've got a pretty darn good goaltender ourselves, and Liberty found him, found a hole five times. Yeah. So, I mean, drag drags is, uh, 
is no slouch of a goaltender, and I and I don't want to take it, you know, say that he's better than these two because I haven't seen him, but you know, I'd wager that he probably is. So, you know, and they, I mean, they they're they're going to do a good job to try to find holes on Drago, and we're going to do our best to try to find holes on their goaltenders, whoever they play. Uh, we may see one of them twice. We may see both of them. You know, we're we're going to find holes, and we'll find it. We we got talent: Atkinson, Bloom, O.C., Tracy, Sadler. We've got guys too, so you know we just got to make sure that we get 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 the opportunities, and once we get them, we bury the puck. Now it looks like William Patterson has played a couple more games than you have, and uh, you know the numbers look kind of different. But I mean, you're, um, I mean, they obviously look different uh, for obvious reasons. Your top four versus their top four, um, I mean, it's it's a big difference. Now. What what do you, who are you looking for to step up here? I mean, you know, obviously we've seen some great production out of Atkinson and Tracy and Bloom. Um, who's who's the one guy that you would really like to see step up this coming weekend and elevate his game? Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm actually going to give you two. Um, it's going to be kind of probably weird to hear me say this, but uh, it's Pierce McCall and Adam Taylor. Okay. Um, you know, they man our third line with Dan Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that. Um, you know, I think they need to pick up their game. I think they need to become more productive. And Pierce is is doing a great job. I see a lot of uh, a young Sean O'Connor in him. Um, and I think he's got to get more confident um, in, in his game and things like that. But once that comes along, I think he's going to be incredible. Um, Taylor's got to shoot the puck more. I think he's been too pretty. Um, he's got himself a really quick release and a really heavy shot, and he's just got to let it go and. And when he shoots, the thing finds the back of the net. Period. So, um, and, and and Army, he, you know, he he's a grinder. He just he's feisty. He spins. He does little spinnerammers and spinneroonies, <laughs> and all of a sudden the puck comes off his stick and it finds the back of the net. It's yeah. just the strangest thing. But you know what? He gets the job done. I expect our third line to have a really big weekend. Um, you know, and and the other side of it is is the line of Paget, McNulty, and Hammock. We we've got guys like Bloom and Atkinson and you know O. C. and Tracy and Fadler and John Luke Durante uh, that had a great actually a great game up against Liberty. Um but we we've got big names in our top six. Mm-hmm. And yet the McNulty, Hannock and Paget line for about three, four weeks in a row has been one of our best lines. You know, they, they, yeah, they may make some mistakes, but you know, so, so does everybody else, but they work their rear ends off. They get the puck down deep. They cycle, you know, they've got one goal to show for it. Um, but you know, I, I expect, you know, sooner or later with all that hard work and all the offensive time that they spend, you know, a, pucks are going to start to find the back of the net. Padgett can shoot. McNulty can shoot. Hannock can shoot. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to start to score. And if that line can start producing a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit more, you know, it's going to even everything out and we're going to become a very, very dangerous team that can get production from three lines or four lines. And, uh, when that happens, good things happen. So, you know, you call out some of these players here, you know, doing fine work in that. And on paper, they, you know, don't look like they're producing as much. I mean, I, I just want to call this out here. You know, I wish it were possible for the ACHA to somehow record two stat categories that would definitely do players justice for the arguments you just made. And that would be shots on goal and um, plus and minus. Uh, I believe those two categories, I believe, would tell the true story on a lot of players' uh, resumes here. No, I, I, I agree. And it's it's actually something that is recordable 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is when you go to when you go to report a game, the, those categories are there. It's just not enough people do it or keep track of it to be have it be um, have it mean really mean anything. So right. we kind of keep track of it on a team level side of it, and we, you know, and, I, and obviously I do as a head coach want to make sure that I keep a keep a good strong tally. But I mean that line's been incredible for us. They may not have the productivity up on the score sheet or the scoreboard to show for it, but um, I mean, they in, in, up against Liberty, they were out on the ice almost every other shift in the third period. Yeah. So, you know, they, I think they're doing a really good job for us. I really do. All right. Now, like every week here, I'm going to start to make this a recurring thing now. Uh, what are your percentages looking like? I need to know your power play and penalty kill because uh, I know you hold those to a high standard. <laughs> I do. Um, our power play dipped a little bit. I mean, granted, we only had one game this week. We did right. score a power play goal to keep the streak up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a five on three. It took, you know, I think all of what 20 seconds to put the puck in the net. Yep. But, um, you know, so I think we, I think our, our overall percentages are down to about 32%, and our penalty kill is up around 87, 88%. So, you know, we're, yeah, we're, we're okay. still, we're still, we're still in the smiling stage. I'm actually really happy with our penalty kill. I think we're doing a great job. Um, you know, at this point in time last year, our penalty kill was in the 70s. So, um, and we've, we've definitely made a lot of, you know, positive strides on, on the penalty kill side of it, you know, on the power play, obviously our power plays up from where it was last year. Um, you know, Atkinson really helps, um, on, on that side of things. And, uh, but you no, know, we, 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 we just have to stay the course. We got to continue. We got a lot of talent. The second unit's been good. Um, you know, we got to make them better. You know, and we got to make the top team better. So you know, it's something that we're going to continue to work on, and they're going to continue to get their opportunities because we don't play teams that don't take penalties. So, you know, then this this week is you know no, no different. You know, they they score a lot of goals and they get a lot of power play opportunities, but they also you know give us you know they'll also give us power play opportunities as well. So, you know, when we get them, we got to bury the we got to bury our chances. Well, all right, let's ask one final question before I get your final thoughts. Um, what if it is one thing that your team needs to do this weekend to ensure at least uh, one win? What is it that the UMBC Retrievers have to do to come out successful this weekend? I wish it was just one. Um, you know, when you're playing teams like this, you know, we, we there's usually multiple things, but I think probably one of the most important things is to do is we need we need we need to play we need to play at our best. You know we we gotta get back to having fun and and remembering why why it is that we play this game and go out and you know let 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 our feet and our hands do the talking and I mean by stick handling and skating, but um, you know instead of worrying about where do I stand and who do I who do I cover and all that kind of stuff that'll all that'll all happen just out of pure reaction. So we just gotta we we gotta be ourselves. We gotta get back to UMBC hockey and and play our game. That's what we need to do. Final thoughts? Well, you just pretty much I, covered it. <laughs> I think I've covered it. I mean, what we what we face in this in these upcoming days is going to be pretty tough, but right. um, you know, I've got I've got enough to do my madness when it comes to Patterson and sometimes it works and sometimes it hasn't. So, we're due for a win over the Pioneers. Um, you know, we I, I held the advantage when I was at Temple over them. You know, and and even on our first year down here at UMBC, we we uh, when we played them at nationals, um, you know we we lost the game number one to them eight to six, so we knew how to put the puck in the net. Um, 
but we beat him at nationals uh, that year. And we haven't had the best of luck ever since then. So, um, you know, me and Joey get along very, very well. And Ian up there, him and I get along very well. And I've got a nice relationship with, with Richie up there that, uh, that now plays for him. So, um, look, I'm looking forward to seeing them all. Um, you know, Glasgow and Hunter and Mara, they're, they're great hockey players. So we're going to have our hands full, but, um, you know, just kind of looking forward to it and seeing what we got, to, to bring to the table. You know, you always want to play the number one team. You always do. The target's never on your back. There's never any pressure. You know, the pressure's on them to, to stay number one. And they so far they've been up to the task. But, you know, you, you just hope to catch them maybe just a little bit off their game or thinking that, well, they lost to Montclair and we killed Montclair. Or, you know, that, that maybe they'll take us a little bit lightly. I doubt it. But, you know, it's going to be a fun time. And, you know, I, just, it, I love playing the best because I want to see where I'm at and what I need to work on. And, you know, if I steal one, man, it makes me a very happy man. Well, bring the madness and uh, snatch some points away, and good luck this coming weekend against William Patterson. Thanks, Terrence. I really appreciate it. All right, that's Coach Aaron Vogelai talking about this coming weekend's games against William Patterson. We'll catch up with him next week and recap that weekend with the home-and-home home against William Patterson and preview the weekend ahead against Ryder and Rowan. This has been David Stearns for the Coach's Corner <laughs> saying good night, everybody, and as always, don't stop believing. Take care.